Welcome to Focus on Purpose podcast, where we bring clarity to your purpose, helping you to gain confidence, healing, and transformation to grow deeper in God while operating in your true identity. Get ready for your host, author, speaker, and transformation coach, Cherie Hill. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy that you were able to join me in my new series as we're talking Purpose Over Fear. I'm so excited to be doing this episode and I truly, truly believe that many of you are getting ready to break free from the spirit of fear in your life. Some of you may not even been able to recognize it, but by the time you finish this series, you're going to. Things are going to shift in your life. Things are going to change in your life. Fear will no longer cripple you. Fear will no longer have you bound. Fear will no longer keep you and stop you from living the full potential that God has for you. We're going to expose fear. So in this episode today, we're going to be talking about the assignment of fear for your purpose. And I want to make sure that I invite you, I want to personally invite you into our next episode. Because in the next episode, we're going to be talking about what the spirit of fear looks like in all of its forms. How to recognize it, how to identify it, and how it gets in. How it becomes comfortable in you. All right, so let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about the spirit of fear, the role of the spirit of fear, how it's a blessing blocker and a purpose stopper. That, that's something you ought to write down. The spirit of fear is a blessing blocker and a purpose stopper. We understand that there is two types of fear, right? We're not naive to that. We understand that there's two types of fear. One being a positive fear, which is the fear of the Lord. Why? Because scripture tells us that in Psalms 111 and 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of all, I'm sorry, is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. So to fear the Lord, that's the beginning of wisdom. So this is a positive fear, right? This positive fear releases wisdom. This type of wisdom, you won't just go and jump off a cliff thinking that you're going to fly or soar like an eagle. (laughs) So that's what this type of fear is for. It gives you wisdom and it is healthy. It is a healthy fear of the Lord. Having a fear of the Lord is a healthy thing, right? But then there's a negative fear, which is a spirit of fear. And I want to just I don't like to sugarcoat things too much, okay? A spirit of fear is a demon. Yes, it is a demon, right? It is a falling angel who no longer dwells with the light anymore because Lucifer, who got and persuaded through deception, one-third of the angels 
<laughs> to side with him. And so they were all, as we know, kicked out of their natural habitat. Jude 1 talks about that, if you want scripture to back that up. So we understand that the spirit of fear is a demon that is working, doing its bidding. Okay? So the word of God tells us that this type of fear does not come from God. So we must understand that this is not something that God gives you. So there's two parts of fear. This is the negative fear. It did not come from God. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of sound mind. Let's kind of meditate on that just for a second because that's a mouthful. When, when you're trying to deal with the spirit of fear, this needs to be your go-to scripture because you have to understand that fear did not come from God. He never intended for you to be fearful. Actually, instead, he says, I'm going to give you power. Power over what? Power over the devil. Power over the enemy. Power over the works of the enemy. Power. He says, I give you power. Also, he says, of love. Perfect love drives out fear. That's why you need love because if it's made perfect, it's going to drive away the fear. And finally, he says, of a sound mind. Think about it. Our mind, I don't want to go too deep into how fear gets in because that will be on the next episode. But I want you to understand that your mind is such a powerful force. And that's why the scripture tells us that we should be renewing our mind daily. Right? We need to renew our mind daily. And that we should also have the mind of Christ. So when you have a sound mind, it's not allowing fear to enter you because fear gets in through your mind, okay? And like I said, I, re I really do want to go deep on that, but I'm going to save that for the next episode. <laughs> so I want to go into details on this episode of all the attributes of the spirit of fear, but you know, I'll just go over the main characteristics that the spirit of fear does to get you to abort your purpose since we're speaking about purpose today, right? And I have to let it be known that once you identify the fear hiding in your life, you can break the assignment and move forward from being stuck to living a fulfilled promise. You can go from being stuck. Many of you know what I'm talking about when I say stuck. To actually living the promise. But that really sometimes is going to come from you identifying. If you notice I said hidden fear. Because we know that fear. Some fear can be spooky. Yeah, it really can. <laughs> you know, the I can I can give you some spookiness, um, torment and all kind of stuff, but some fear can be so deceptive. It can come off so innocent. And so here are the main 
characteristics that the spirit of fear likes to use on the body of Christ to get you to abort your purpose. And we'll talk about the rest in the next episode. But the lack of trust in God and doubt, doubting God, not trusting in God, that's a sneaky one. Many of us like to say, I trust in the Lord. Yeah, until you ain't got no money to pay your bills. <laughs> you trust him while everything is going right and everything is going good. But do you trust him when you can't see what you are believing for? You know, that's the very reason why I believe that the Lord allowed the Israelites to go and wander in the wilderness. Because he said in Deuteronomy 8 that I wanted to test their heart to see and so god is gonna put us through many of tests because our mouth can say one thing but when oh when the fire come what will we really say how will we really respond i have a personal testimony about that and i may share that in the next episode within this series i'm definitely gonna share it though so let's look at that because I said lack of trust and doubt, which that is one of the hidden fears that man may mistake, right? I see this with pastors, leaders, Christians, strong seasoned saints. It ain't just those that are new. No, I see this with strong, mature, seasoned saints. Matthew 8 and 26 and he said unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calmness. Another version says, Why are ye, I think it says, I'm sorry, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it says, Why are you afraid? It says, why are you afraid, right? Ye of little faith, why are you afraid? See, fear has an assignment. It has a role. It has a purpose. And just like you have a purpose, by the will of God, we understand that God created you for a purpose. We understand that. But you have to understand, too, that the spirit of fear also has a purpose, it has an assignment. It has a job to do. It works for Satan. And it wants to fulfill that role. Right? Fear purpose is to get you to never accomplish your purpose and become faithless. Oh, ye of little faith. Why are ye fearful? <laughs> Why are you fearful? <laughs> yeah, so it wants you to become faithless. My goodness. Just think about that for a, min a minute. Fear wants you to never accomplish your purpose. If it can get you to become faithless, God can't move mountains for you. He can't use you to heal the sick, cast out demons, do miracles, pray for the sick. You can't even 
even pray for yourself if you're sick or your, your, your child or your mother or even just believe he has more for you. You can't do that if you're faithless. And I can tell you right now that most of you who are listening to this, your assignment, your purpose, is, is it's, it's wrapped up into doing some of these things. Doing the miraculous. Healing the sick. Changing a nation. Changing a community. Changing a city. Building stuff that has never been built. Right? Farming things trailblazing your purpose is so big and that's why the devil wants to fight you on it because your purpose is just so big your assignment is so big and if he can just get you to become faithless you won't believe what if the very purpose that you were created here to do you couldn't do right you couldn't do because of the known or you know the hidden fear that caused you not to believe you know how many people leave this world forfeiting their faith trading it in for fear and never Living in their purpose. Never accomplishing their purpose. I don't want that to be you. And I sure don't want that to be me. <laughs> At all. So that's why I'm here. To let you know. How to identify fear. How to recognize it. Right? So that that won't be you. And I want to let you know, too, that's what happened to Gideon. Gideon, my goodness. If you have never read the story of Gideon, do yourself a favor and read Judges 6 through 8 about Gideon. And, and matter of fact, go back and read it because it goes with this episode today. I'm not going to go into the fullness of it um, because of the sake of time. But go back and read Gideon. His purpose was on the other side of fear. What if your purpose is on the other side of fear? And you've been doubting God. Let me tell you something. Somebody right now is crying out to the Lord waiting on you. Only you can, you can help them. Why? Because... You were predestined to do so. You were set apart to do so. You were wired. You were anointed to do so. See, when it is your purpose, it's in you. You are anointed. God gives you the anointing to do what you can't do. <laughs> but see, that takes trusting God. And see, trust is a faith thing. Fear robs your faith and makes you faithless. Are you following me here? Trust is a faith thing. Fear makes you faithless. Fear job is to make you faithless so that you cannot trust God. 
anymore. And if you can't trust him, you will not do what God has called you to do. But I can tell you right now that there is somebody waiting on you. There is somebody waiting on you, somebody crying out to the Lord right now. I need wisdom. I need revelation. I need um, to be taught. I need to be mentored. I need a, a community to send my kids to. I need someone to, to mentor my children. I need somebody to restore me back into the kingdom. I need, I need, I need. I'm crying out to the Lord because somebody needs you. Judges 6 and 6. We're still in Judges with Gideon, right? And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites. And the children of the Lord cried out unto the Lord. The children of Israel, I'm sorry, cried out to the Lord. Can I tell you that somebody is crying out to the Lord right now? And the Lord is like, when, when, when is Sheree going to get it Right? Cherie, come on. I'm going to just speak for myself. <laughs> When's she going to get it right? Because I got other children. I got sheep you don't know nothing about that is crying out to me. And only you can fulfill this because I have predestined it for you. I have set you apart for it. I'm waiting on you. They're waiting on you. Their cries are coming up to me day and night. Somebody is crying to the Lord and only you can save them, right? Some of you don't. Do you even believe that? Do you even believe that? Let me tell you what else fear can do. It can allow you not to see yourself the way God sees you. Wow. Whoo. Your true identity. It can blind you. Some of you couldn't even see what I just said. Because you're so blinded by fear. Fear has caused you to make you think that you were something when you were not. I used to be shy. I used to didn't speak in public. I used to couldn't say more than a couple of words without trembling because of the fear. Until God told me you're going to be speaking. Until God told me you're going to be ministering. Until God told me you're going to be writing all of these things that I was like, huh, please. I couldn't even see that. I took on the form of the identity that the spirit of fear gave me. Some of you have taken on the form that the spirit of fear have given you. And it has become your identity. And you say, well, that's just the way I am. No, that's not the way you are. That's the way you thought you were. That's the way you may have believed you were. But that is not who you are. Hmm. Judges 6 and 12. Listen, check this out. Because I'm going to back this word up. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, he said, The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Now, this is the angel of the Lord calling Gideon, mighty warrior. But let me tell you something. Gideon didn't see himself as a mighty warrior. Gideon saw himself as a weak man. He said it. Go back and read Judges 6. He said, I'm, I'm, a, weak, I'm a weak man. <laughs> Several times within the story, the Lord reminded Gideon, 
Do not be afraid. I'm with you. You're not going to die. Let me just tell you something right now because I know how the spirit of fear works. The spirit of fear will make you think you're going to die. Will make you think that everybody's talking about you. Make you think that you look stupid. Make you think that God is not going to back you up. Let me tell you something. When Gideon went out there, the Lord went with him. The Lord backed him up. The Lord backed his word up. (laughs) The Lord will back you up. And if you need a reminder, you will not die. The spirit of fear also is connected to the fear of man. Of worried about what other people are going to say. I'm not going to go deep into that into the um, next episode. But you can surely bet that they're connected. So even after all these signs the Lord gave Gideon. I mean, come on now. He didn't gave him, what, three different signs, I believe? (laughs) Sent, Sent the angel. There was angelic encounters. But the Lord knew that Gideon was still afraid. He was, he wasn't just still afraid. He was still doubtful. He was still doubting. All of that. He was still afraid. So that's why he said, if you're afraid to attack, Go down to the camp with your servant and listen to what they're saying. And afterwards, you're going to be encouraged. And you know what? Gideon did. He went down to that camp. And as soon as he came to that camp, guess what? He heard them talking about the dream that they had. And they were, they not just talked about the dream, but they interpret the dream. And they said, Gideon is going to have victory. And that, that was, that was almost like, the light being being um, flashed on the darkness. Gideon began to see in that moment. He got a revelation. And right then and there, he knew that the Lord was on his side. And it was like he got his strength. He was ready for it. He was ready. That day, Gideon became the hero. Right? And guess what? They wanted to make him king. But Gideon told told them no the lord is your king (laughs) i like that too but you know what some sometimes you're gonna have to do it afraid because the one thing i can say about gideon is though he was very doubtful though he was fearful but he was still willing to go out there and do it afraid so you may you may have to do it afraid and if you are afraid Guess what? Psalms 56 and 3 says, Lord, when I'm afraid, I'll trust you. I'll trust in you when I'm afraid. I'll trust in you. You know? Listen, I want you to ask the Lord to reveal the hidden and the known fear that is stopping you from accomplishing your purpose. Because you have work to do. There's people waiting for you. I promise you, there's people crying out to the Lord right now. And you may not look the part. You may not have the qualifications. You may can't even speak the language, right? You may not have the fancy degrees. You may not have it all figured out. But I promise you. 
if it is God's will for you to do it, you're gonna you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. So I want you to ask the Lord to reveal the hidden fear. Reveal the, the faithless. Any areas where your faith is shaky. Because we understand that if you don't, if your faith is shaky, you can't, you can't speak to that mountain and tell it to move. Because it says you, you need faith to do that. You can't receive what you ask for because you need faith to do that. Right? Jesus could not, and, and this is even for Jesus. Like he literally could not do miracle signs and wonders in his hometown or his country because they were unbelieving. They were faithless. So they could not receive. It wasn't that he was not capable of doing it. It was just they were faithless. They doubted that he could do it. Some of you are waiting on God to do so many things for you. But he's wanting you to tap into the faith. And some of you are like, God, I, I want to tap into this faith. I don't understand why I keep going back and forth. Like one day I'm like, yeah, I get a word. I hear a word from the Lord and I'm encouraged. And I'm like, I feel like I got my faith. And it's like another day, it's like somebody just knocked me down on my feet. And my faith is being, is taken, is, is being snatched away from me. You have to identify the faith stiller. Ha! The spirit of fear. It's very sneaky, very deceptive. And it comes to rob your faith. And if it robs your faith, it's going to take your purpose. Identify it. Ask the Lord to reveal it. Ask the Lord to reveal the hiddenness. So that you can move forward. So that he can give you what you ask for. So that he can allow you to receive the resources that he has for your purpose. So that you can have that holy boldness like Gideon did. When Gideon realized that the Lord was on his side and that he was not going to die. After that he got, it's like he stepped into a holy boldness. And he was like, man, don't mess with Gideon. <laughs> he went from being this little punk to this mighty strong warrior as the angel of the Lord prophesied to him he he was able to walk in his new identity and so will you be so i just want to just thank you for listening to this episode and i want to remind you to come back and listen to um part two of this series and be sure if you've gotten something out of this be sure to leave a review Share it with somebody you know and connect with me on social media, Instagram at Cherie Will Heal You. All right. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to visit our website to jumpstart your purpose at www.cheriehill.com. If you have enjoyed today's show, feel free to leave a review and share this broadcast to advance the kingdom of God as always. Until next time.